The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. Uh, and we're back, listener. Thanks for joining us again. Um, this evening, I am joined by another volunteer in our organization which maintains peace as a core value uh and it's mj good evening mj hi bones nice to be here yeah thank you so much for joining us um and once again i just like to remind our listeners that the opinions views facts information misinformation uh presented in this podcast is not a reflection of any government agency that won't be named um so mj uh, how's it going? Uh, it's good, Bones. How are you? Sebentar. Ma'af. Moonkin. Tao. That's okay. This is Chelsea from our cigarettes episode. Hey, say hi, Chelsea. Hi. And I may or may not have taken her lighter. So... No, I have my lighter. Oh, then what oh, wait, do you I want? Have a clear one. Do you have any menthol cigarettes? No, dude. We smoked them all. Sorry. You were here. <laughs> I know. Uh, T-tip? Ada Toko literally Dimana Mana. Literally everywhere. There's Toko 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 Toko. Okay, that's okay. If I go If you go T tip me some menthols, that'd be tight. Alright. Like if if you go out here and walk like fifty meters and then turn right on the left. Okay, yeah, sorry. All right, this isn't the optimal podcasting environment, but I can't, I can't be mad at them. You for, can't control them. I can't yeah. be mad at them for this talking in a bar. This is just Indonesia. You can't control anything that happens here. Yeah, no, and fun Dude, fact, I actually can't control down. anything that happens <laughs> anywhere. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about commerce. Okay, we are talking about commerce in Indonesia. And buying and selling stuff is, in, as in any country, is like pretty important here. So I would say so. For the economy. <laughs> pretty important yeah. For the economy. Yeah, and like life, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, I need things like almost every day. I want to buy stuff. People do need things. Okay. Mm-hmm. People want to sell things. Yeah. I guess let's start with the uh, currency. What? Uh, what's the currency here? The currency is called the rupiah. Yeah, the currency is the rupiah. Rupiah. I don't know why I decided to mispronounce it. No. Yeah, it's the rupiah. And uh, it comes in denominations of 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, and 100,000. So I like to walk around like kind of feeling like a baller. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I've got like oh, yeah. lots of 100,000 rupiah notes. Um, but the numbers get a little bit high because do you know what the exchange rate is mj i think it's about fifteen thousand rupiah for one dollar yeah that's what it is fifteen thousand for one dollar the way i think about it is um a hundred thousand rupiah is about six bucks so really? that's the conversion i do in my head uh so stuff here is surprisingly cheap and my guilty pleasure is buying a lot of stuff and just being really happy about how cheap it is. So yeah. I will go to the Indomart and get 
some Mentos, a thing of water, a couple of Pro Man energy drinks. Please sponsor us, Pro Man. And I'll drop like 40,000 rupiah and then I'll be like, oh, this is a lot. And then I'll like do the math and I'll be like, oh, that was like $2.50. Yeah. And it brings me great joy. Uh, what do you like to buy here? I think my favorite thing to buy, cold water is yeah. a luxury here. Um, ice cream, those little like coffee candies are surprisingly oh, good. Yeah, the Kopi ones. Yeah. That's what I usually get at um, Indomart and Alpha Mart. It's like, it's kind of dangerous though because like you said the exchange rate is so different that you're like oh this is only four bucks but it's dangerous to think in those terms because we're getting paid it is in indonesian money not american money it, so. it is it, it and i might i might have to reevaluate oh, yeah. my my method i think my budget is going to be rough the first month at site yeah we we are getting uh i guess a stipend or a living allowance i mean it's getting paid we do a job and we get paid yeah but we live with the host family and we get dua juta per month which is two million which sounds like a lot but that's uh 120 bucks a month yeah. which is not stupid cheap that you can live someplace yeah for it like is and money. but i in, in america i couldn't do it so does your Ibu or Bapak have a toka? No, they do not. Okay, can you describe for the listener what a toko is? A toko is like a small, it can be a lot of things, can it? It, it can, can be, be a like, lot of things. It can be like a little restaurant, it can be like a little coffee place, it could be like a little place that just sells random. Actually, my uh, Uti has a toko and it just sells like random. Wait, who's your Uti? Uh, my Nanek. Okay, your um, Nanek. Yeah, she so she sells like you can buy like conditioner there and like the Mondi pails yep. and like pencils, yep. like random stuff. It's just that, like random little like stuff you would get at like a Dollar General or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of variety. I I guess yes. when I said toko, I didn't mean like a toko sapatu or a toko okay, yeah. whatever. I meant the kiosk. Yeah, I meant yeah, a kiosk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the kiosk is like a mini Dollar General. Yeah. With like tons of stuff. In like a little space. In a it's very so little small, space. But there's so much there. There's so much there. Um, so my Ibu has a toko. Like we we she calls it the toko. I know that we learned that it was a kiosk, but like she calls it a toko, we call it a toko. There's ice cream, there's candy, there's roti, which is bread, there's there's baras, which is uncooked rice, there's hanging bags of so many varieties of soap mm -hmm. and so many varieties coffee. Coffee, so yeah. many varieties of coffee. Indonesia is real big into the single serving package. Have you yes. noticed that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, and the servings, even though Indonesia is like huge on eating a lot of food, mm -hmm. the servings are like pretty small. Like you'll open a bag of chips and they'll be like sometimes like five chips oh, in yeah. there. It's kind of a ripoff. It, it's kind of a ripoff, but then when you think this bag of chips cost me 2,000 rupiah. That's like 20 or, cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's less than 20 cents. Yeah. Maybe it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so that's the toko situation. And they're, they're everywhere. Everywhere. They're everywhere. It's easy to walk out of your house any anywhere, and you're within 100 meters of a toko probably. I agree. Which is very convenient. It is very and convenient. And I live in one. I have to be careful though, because 
if I buy something from the Indomart, like I'll come. What's an Indomart, MJ? An Indomart is pretty much like an Indonesian convenience store, so like yeah. a Seven yeah. Eleven. It doesn't sell gas at it. Yeah, they don't. But they do have a lot of other services. You can pay your phone bill and buy train yeah. tickets. And like, I bought something on Tokopedia, which is Indonesian Amazon, mm-hmm. but I had to pay for it at Indomart. So they do a lot of stuff. But if I get caught coming home with an Indomart bag, Ooh. I get a, stu- a stern talking to because my Ibu lets me know that uh, I could get it at her toko for cheaper and it's better. So if I get something at the Indomart, I have to kind of keep that on the DL. I just want to emphasize how ubiquitous tokos are. Have you have you done a lot of traveling here? Not as much as I would like. What's your what What's your site? What's your permanent site? Uh, my site is Jember East Java. Okay, so did you take a bus to get there? I took a train. Okay, so you took a train along the train. Did the, when the train went, did it like go through wilderness or did it go through cities or what did it go through? A little bit of both. We stopped in Surabaya for a bit and then we went. It was once we got out of Surabaya, it was more like rice patties and smaller desas. Okay. My, I, I took a bus to Jombang, okay. and there was never a point along the route when we weren't within walking distance of a toko. Yeah, so they're, they're close, and they all kind of sell the same thing. Oh, yeah. I wonder how my Nanek makes a living when there's someone literally across the street selling the exact same thing she is. Yeah, but it seems to work because there's a lot of demand. Yeah. What has been your experience with the mobile penduals, the mobile food sellers? My experience has been nothing but good. Okay. But I also haven't branched out to as many as I would like. I think it also helps I'm a vegetarian, so I'm not oh. eating the meat. Oh. Yeah. It's often meat. People will move these carts either on the back of motorcycles or on a bike, or you just push the cart. And what's kind of a cool system is each vendor has a different sound, so you can identify them. Have you noticed this? Yeah. So I've noticed that like the Baxo sellers like have like a like a, a, a wood wooden block, block that yeah. they that they tap, and that's how you know they're coming. Yeah. The there's a. Sari roti, which is like a, a really popular brand of bread in Indonesia. It's like Wonder Bread. Um, that They have like a, a song that just plays over and over and over that I feel like so sorry for the seller that they have to listen to that all day. I've Wait. noticed someone, someone, there was a seller, I don't know what they sold, that used to drive by our link that would play for Elise. Floor Delise? For Elise, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, that, yeah. listener, I'm going to try and get some recordings in there. But is the one that you're talking about with the bread guy, did it go like... Uh, Saudi roti, roti, oh. Saudi roti. So it's a song? Yeah. Like, no, like, I hadn't and it's heard just, that. It's just like that, that two-measure phrase <laughs> over and over and over. Like, I feel like they, they just got to hear that in their dreams. Like, I don't know how they get away from it. It seems rough. There's a guy in my desa, Mani Srango, who mm-hmm. drives around and he says... I'm gonna get it wrong, but it's not a song. It's a recording of a voice that goes like this: Didalam adami goreng saturi burupia enak. 
and that's, that's over it? and over. Do you think it's his voice or just like a general? It's not his voice okay. because one day, I, well, it could be his voice, but it's a recording because I watched him and his partner driving. No one was saying a word. So the boxo is a wood block. Yeah. The roti, which is bread, is it sweet bread or is it just like tawar bread? Yeah, I think it's just tawar. You can probably get sweet. Uh, it's interesting though because it comes in like a cube and like all the slices look exactly the same and there's no crust on them. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that. But I've been and eating it all week and it's like it tastes it tastes good. It tastes like so bread. So there's a bread song. Yeah. What go? Who? What does the person who goes? I don't know because they always drove by. They always drove by when we were at Link, so I don't I don't know what they were selling. It had to be like it had to be like Nazi Goreng or something. Could very well be Nazi Goreng. Um, also, do you you're a vegetarian, so you might not know this. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right. What's the noise of the saute penjual? I have no idea. Jingle bells. No. You Are you it, serious? Dead serious. If you hear jingle bells, that's uh, sate I am. No, 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 no. Ma off. Not jingle bells. The song, like literal, oh, literal, okay, literal okay, jingle okay, bells. Okay. okay like, that makes like more jingle, sense. jingle, jingle bell. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see how that was confusing. <laughs> Have you heard the honking guy? Yes. There's a guy who honks. What I would describe as a clown horn. I would agree. And I don't know exactly what he sells. Me either. I've but, heard him a lot, though. But the point is that in a, in at least my days in Indonesia, if you're hungry, you can just sit around and wait for whatever you want to drive by, flag them down, and you know it's coming from a little way off because yeah. you'll hear the sound. So it's a pretty cool That's system. Smart. Yeah. Um, or you can go to the toko. Uh... What other commerce things do you think we should talk about? I think there are, I mean, there are the ones that move, and then there are the ones that just stay there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The warung or restaurants. Yeah. yeah, and those are pretty good, and the prices are pretty affordable. Pretty, yeah, pretty comparable. The food sometimes looks right, like well, it's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. I do think about that sometimes, because I don't think that they, like... At the end of the night, they're like, all right, I need a fresh batch for tomorrow. I think they just, like, keep the same stuff in there. Yeah, I don't know. So I... maybe if they sell all they need to for the day, they just go home. If they, like, clear out their stuff, they're like, I made a good day's profit. But it doesn't seem like they sell everything that they have every day. Oh, yeah, I don't know. One thing that Eliza noticed is that lots of plastic bags... It's not just there's a lot of plastic bags. It's that. So one time I got like that iced milk stuff and it was yeah. like a plastic bag of the iced milk inside of a plastic cup with a plastic lid <laughs> and a plastic straw and a rubber band on it. Yeah. They, they go hard on the plastic bags here, which is rough because those are just going to get burned. Yeah. Or recycled. I've seen people picking out plastic to recycle it, presumably. I don't know how waste management works here. I know that it gets burnt a lot. It's a lot of burnt trash. I think their waste man management isn't as developed maybe as in like a developed country, but at the same time, they're facing different challenges. So like yeah. in the United States, we kind of just shove it in the ground and forget we about do. it. We and do. they don't have the space to do that. So no. they have to burn it. Yeah, they do. And burning trash is not my favorite smell 
smell. It's no. not just a smell. It's like, it's not, it's it, bad. It just lingers. It feels unhealthy. It's always there, yeah. There's three flavors of plastic bags. Have you noticed that? Three flavors? There's three yeah. flavors. There's small black, there's big red, yep. and then there's what I would describe as referee color, like red and or black and black white and stripes. White. That's what I've noticed a lot of. Man, I really like shopping at Tokos. It's so tight. Like after I get done with this potisode, I'm gonna walk 50 to feet and get some cigarettes. There's something satisfying about just being able to walk and get like whatever you need. Yeah, it is pretty satisfying. And it works. There's lots of buying and selling. You'll see people driving food and goods and chickens and everything back and forth on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And presumably that's for a reason to sell them. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh. my favorite things are like those motorcycles and they have like... I don't, I don't even know what you what you call it. It's like it reminds me of like back in the old days where they had like a like a stick with like two pails. Yeah, but it's a motorcycle. Milk, but yeah, and it has like two massive baskets of like fruit or yeah, vegetables. Two massive or... baskets. We left off one of the sound effects. Every morning at about six a.m., a guy rolls up to my house on with one of those double basket things balanced on either side of the Cepeda motor, and he goes. And he's the tofu salesman. And he sells the uncooked tofu and he drives around going That's genius. Tahu tahu. So I guess I mean if there's a niche for a market, it will be filled. And if that niche is a toko, it will be filled a lot. I think yeah, something that we should talk about maybe is that they don't seem to like like in America, we go and we buy groceries for like the week yeah. or a couple days, and they just buy them fresh that morning. Yeah, that and that's a pretty good system. I, yeah, I think that's pretty good, especially since most people don't have fridges here, refrigerators. Does your family have a fridge? They do, but they don't seem to use it that much. Every really? time, uh, every time I open it, there's like rotting fruit, and I'm like, I I don't know if you think that the refrigerator is supposed to like bring it back to life because you should have put the fruit in there before it got rotten. Yeah. But, I don't know, just every time, like, they don't put, like, leftovers or anything in there. They just... Yeah, yeah. me neither. Well, our leftovers get fed to the chickens. Same. Which is... Oh, Same. how many chickens do y'all have? I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Really? I'm afraid of the chickens. Yeah. Really? My host sister is also afraid of the chickens. There are about 40 chickens in our backyard. Wow. Oh, yeah, right? Banya, I am. When my Bapak got sick, he's okay now, listener, he had the flu, and he had to go stay at the hospital for three nights... Uh, my Ibu went to stay with him, and uh, it became my and my 11-year-old host brother's job to wrangle the chickens. To wrangle the yes, chickens. Yes, because every night, because our host sister is afraid of them, because they're kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, so at night, we had to pick up the chickens and put them in their cages. Like pick up how? Like by their... By their Heads, feet. By, by their feet? By, okay. Initially, by their anything. And then you transfer <laughs> it to the feet. And then you shove them into the cage. And it's pretty hard to catch chickens in the dark sometimes. First off, my Ibu is a pro at catching chickens. And it was rough catching them without her. Because she can hold 
literally in what she'll just grab them hand like right hand left hand right hand left hand so she'll just have this bouquet of like literally like eight chickens that's, being held by her feet and then she just throws them all in the in the cage i have to do it like one or two at a time i can't just hold a blossom of chickens <laughs> If you feed them after the sun goes down, they don't know there's food there. So her technique for showing them the food is to put the food in their in their trough, pick up a chicken and just throw it at the trough so that they can eat. <laughs> then when they're done eating, you just pick them up and throw them in their cages. It's pretty fun. I really like catching the chickens. Sounds like a good night, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I was gonna do it tonight, but it's catching chicken times yeah. at like five yeah. um yeah and then the chickens are presumably sold all right well thanks a lot mj uh for being on this pot episode. do you have any other uh anecdotes about commerce um i think the main the main thing i just wanted to say about commerce is that especially at like the the little warungs the little restaurants yeah there's like no sense of urgency when no. you order food <laughs> so like you'll order like i'll order like i'll go and order like two trangulan and it'll take like easily like 15 minutes wait what will you order trangulan it's like What's oh tarang- man is that the tofu stuff no oh my gosh have you not had trangulan it's like I have okay not. so america needs to catch up with this because trangulan is actually amazing it's like a really thick dense spongy almost like a pancake uh-huh and then it has like a filling in the middle so it'll have like strawberry jelly oh or like I think I call that roti bakar no roti bakar is like it's roti like you can okay. tell that it's like really thick bread but like trangulan is like it comes in like a semicircle. yeah I, you probably had it before because a lot of people bring it to the parties yeah when we have parties yeah it's it's actually amazing okay yeah I like that stuff but yeah if you go like anywhere it's just like not no there's there's not really yeah and one time I went and I got like long tong which is like a dish um an Indonesian dish. We ordered three portions, and she could have just made like one yeah, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. one big uh, portion of the sauce, and then like spiced it differently. But she just like made each and every dish separately. There was no like, I'm gonna do this step first, and then this step, and then this step. It was just like, I'm just gonna make these one by one because you yeah. have no, no place better to be. But that's just like yeah. Indonesia. You just go and you like socialize, or you wait yeah. there. And- no, that's a good point. There's not a sense of urgency, and also there's not a sense of urgency either for them to like get the money from you like i'll go somewhere and eat and i've literally gone to a warung like drank some coffee and like the place like closed and i was still outside drinking coffee and Uh i had to like knock on the door and be like hey can i like pay you yeah And, and it was like weird there's like not a sense of urgency to even get the money yeah which you think there would be yeah yeah, I would agree. If you if you order anywhere, you try to pay, and they're like, "Oh, later, later." Yeah. Like, I'm like, I could I could leave. Like, you're just in the back, like on your phone. Like, I could leave. Like, yeah, but yeah. we don't. We no. pay. Yeah. Uh, we have good hearts. Because it's the right thing to do. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, this has been it's been great talking to you on this pod. It's been great uh, talking to you too, Ben. Thanks for coming over, of MJ. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you later, listener. Bye. Right. Bye. Tight. 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 Dude, that was tight. Super fun. Cool, thank you.